So, retrospectors, what historical events are we ticking off on this week's run of Today in History? Well, Monday is the anniversary of the day Roger first publishes famous thesaurus. Then on Tuesday, we say happy birthday, Mr. Potato Head. On Wednesday, the extraordinary stories of the child soldiers who fought in the American Civil War. On Thursday, how King James changed the word of God. And on Friday, what did spam emails look like in 1978? We discuss this and more on Today in History with the retrospectors. Ten minutes every weekday, wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, man fans. Ollie Man here with the annual Christmas spectacular of the modern man. If you've heard our specials before and you've come back for more, <laughs> then uh, you know what to expect, and you'll very much enjoy this one. We stick to the formula. It starts well, bit zoo radio, then booze is involved, then sex toys, then it all gets very silly and descends into Christmas party type shenanigans. So, if you haven't heard the show before. Welcome, but go away for now. Come back to this one when you'll understand the in jokes, because this really is our annual gift to you, man fans. And for you, I think it is a cracker, a Christmas cracker. In it, you will learn which internet platform handles 25 billion messages per month. You will learn what haggis has got to do with outdoor pursuits, and you'll learn what Kentucky Fried Dicking is. <gasps> Here's what we've got coming up for you today. Thank you, Ollie, for setting up a skillathon. Really has been a genuine, valuable thing. Is it time to embrace philanthropyment as Ollie Peart's charitable efforts come home to roost? Plus, you will better. you will suck on that now. I'm ready. <laughs> In the annual Foxhole Christmas Quiz, Alex Fox renders us largely unintelligible, and we have live music from Dirty Blonde. That's all to come on the 2023 Modern Man. Christmas Spectacular! Seasons greetings to Ollie and to Alex. Hello, Alex. Hello, Ollie. Seasons greetings and seasoned greetings with cayenne pepper, spicy. Yeah, is that your Christmas seasoning? On what, I have to ask? Because on turkey, too much. No, um, clearly I'm all about stuffing, aren't I? Every time. (laughs) Of course. Silly me. Um, Okay, let's do highlights of the year. Uh, Ollie... You've explored many trends this year. I have, yeah. So, simple yes-no answer. Go on. Are you still brushing your lips? No. Are you still giving up on ultra-processed foods? Had a sausage roll this morning. Driving an electric car? No. Riding a flight board? No, it's too expensive. No, that was the one that you loved, though. I do love it, You were like, oh, this has changed my life. I'm going to be flight boarding into work. Yeah, I'd love a lot of things that cost £250 an hour. Are you still using your (laughs) retrofitted smart speaker? It broke in the move. (laughs) Oh, no. But I would be. Are you now a Republican? No. Are you visiting immersive exhibitions regularly? No. Have you now finished your breakdancing video? No. (laughs) Here's here's a trend that I think you're going to say yes to. This feels like a long time ago, but we started the year. Do you remember what the first trend we looked into this year was? Uh, ChatGPT? I am thinking of ChatGPT. Go on. Are you still using ChatGPT? Yes, I've only worked four hours since. Exactly. Isn't it weird, Alex, to think that that was this year that we were talking about, oh, there's this new thing. What is it? Is it? It's an app. You can't get it on your phone. What what does it do? What's AI? And now it's like, that's how everyone does their jobs. And it's going to put me out of one. Yeah. (laughs) By the sounds of things. And actually, I said I'm thinking of ChatGPT because as I put the question to you, Ollie, it occurred to me that actually the first trend that we tried this year, because we we talked about ChatGPT in January, but actually, Mm. of course... In January each year, we do the trend that we set you in December. Oh, yes. Are you still wearing ear seeds? No. 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 You're a dead cert ear seed user, I would say. Have you tried? I have tried yes, them, yeah. I went to see an acupuncturist when I was basically desperate for anything that would make me well. Mm. Um, and I thought they were aesthetically beautiful, but I can't say that they particularly really? had an impact on my well-being. Mine yeah. looked like taped up warts. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's the look I'm going well, for. Yeah, I was like, What's no. above as below? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to be fair, your hair is green, so warty ears would add to a general Wicked Witch of the West type vibe. I am. I'm to. strongly channeling Kermit, Grot Bags, and the Grinch, aren't I? <laughs> yeah. In a good way, though. Well, thanks. Talking of Grot Bags, Alex, what's been your favourite stories that we've discussed <laughs> this year? Delving into the Grot Bags of the past 12 months. I've enjoyed them all, as ever. One of the chats we had in February focused on the idea of ethical pornography. Yeah, I keep seeing unethical porn much more than I did when we first spoke about it, Stop searching for it. (laughs) No, but a bit like ChatGPT. Like, since we talked about the ethics of porn, I've noticed on mainstream sites, 
people saying here's some stuff that's leaked off OnlyFans, and it's made me think, oh no, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna touch that. Yeah, they do, they do seem to have been increasing problems with the unfortunate leakage, offensive leakages, uh, and also with the generation of artificially produced images yes. that look that that, that are, are constructed to oh, look might like be a somebody challenge else. For you next year, yeah. Ollie, can you do some AI generated porn for us? Oh God, no. <laughs> well, off the back of us talking about how people can be on their backs in the best ways possible, I was approached by Erica Lust, who's one of the uh, pornographers aiming to be more ethical that we chatted about. Mm. And she has thrown out the suggestion that in early 2024, I actually go over to her studio in Barcelona and brainstorm some porn ideas with her and her team and go behind the scenes uh, to, to witness a, a porn being shot and edited and Have the you casting never done that process. Before? You've never seen pornography be shot? I ha- weirdly, I've been involved in some of the foley for porn. <laughs> oh, no, I believe that. I can totally believe yeah, that. Yeah. The overlaying of the sound effects, but I've no, I've you know never. Where I did been work on, experience on VH1. <laughs> where did that come I'm from? I'm just saying, we live different lives. That's all. Oh right. Oh, right. If listeners have any ideas of a particularly unusual pornographic theme or erotic erotic suggestions that they'd like to to put forward to me, I'd love to hear those. Maybe there is an annoying trope in erotica and porn that you don't think has been fully dissected yet. Something that you think needs Talking. challenging. <laughs> I'm going to say window cleaners. Another is there still a lot of window cleaner porn? I'm not is aware there, of it. I don't know. I don't go out searching You'd be for interested it. to know statistically window how much porn? is based around window I feel cleaning. Like the or pizza o- delivery. I was going to say the only thing that people eat in porn is yes, only, pizza. It's always pizza. Everyone would it? be Do a Deliveroo. Do a Deliveroo, a deliveroo porn. Yeah. I'm sure it's be been great. done. Involve, involve the bike. Who'd like a glass of wine? Yes. I think I could do with that. It's traditional on the Mon Man Christmas special uh, for Wine52 to send us a box, and they have outdone themselves. Give me, give uh, me. What have we got here? So uh, a bottle of Motoretta, which is... I think these are all from Italy. So what you oh. do is... So with, with Wine52, every time they send you a box, it has different... Yes, they're all Italian. Oh, oh lovely. Have you, you got a Pinot in there? It seems very appropriate for me. Wine52 have sponsored this edition of The Modern Man, and they are offering you listeners a free case <gasps> of three unique wines from across the world that you won't find anywhere else. Like this box they've sent us. I'm opening it now. I'm going for the Vidicio. Oh, nice. Oh, That's a good noise, wasn't it? That was worth doing live. That was very Radio 4 play in the afternoon, yeah, wasn't it? Oh. It was great. Radio 4 play, is that what you listen to? <laughs> well, I'm not doing Foley on a porn set. Sim- similar, similar sounds. Right, so we'll all have a glass of this Vidicio. Merci beaucoup. Enjoy responsibly. Oh, no. It's Italian, isn't it? Uh, if you would like to uh, try a selection from Wine52, then go to wine52.com slash man. You do have to cover the postage costs of 9 95 uh, but for that you'll get three free bottles delivered to your door. Do you want to have a look as well what else they give you in the box, Alex? Ooh, I'm getting aromas of white. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hang on. I've got uh, a packet of delightful sounding rosemary crackers yeah. here. So Herbaceous. Each month, in your herbaceous. case, you get a uh, snack and oh. you get a, a copy. Is there a copy of Glug Magazine Yeah, I was going to say, there's there more lurking in here. Wow, there's That's more it. in this box than I can fit in my own. So Glug um, Magazine is like uh, an immersive wine discovery thing. So you get to read it and it tells you what you're drinking. So I've, you don't sound like a Philistine. I've literally just opened this at a page that couldn't appeal to me more. The uh, headline says, this wine smells of my little ponies. <laughs> <laughs> you can have a mixed red only or white only case. That's a revolting noise, Ollie. That's what you're supposed to do. We're trying it? to sell this wine box. You're making me feel sick. No, but that's what you're supposed to do with um, wine. After your free case, you'll join the monthly wine club. But there's no minimum commitment. If it's not for you, you can pause or cancel any time. So that's wine52.com slash man. What is it, Ollie? Were you listening? Mm. Wine52.com forward slash man. Wine52.com slash M-A-N-N. And thanks again to them. Should we say cheers again to them? Let's do that. Cheers, cheers to them. Cheers. There we go. Suddenly. Or, as they say in Italy. Yeah. Cheerio, surely. Uh, On which, Ollie Pitt, it is time for the zeitgeist. Your trends tested. And last month, Ollie, you were tasked with making real change happen this Christmas with a revolutionary new form of charity that didn't reduce everything to philanthropainment. Whilst we drink our wine, let's have a little reminder of what we've learned so far. Here's your challenge for next month. It comes from Anya. She says... I would like to be able to give to charity, but do so guilt-free. So I'd like to challenge Ollie 
to look at how to make the most effective change happen this winter. Fix charity. <laughs> <laughs> I've had an idea to create like a one-stop shop where our wonderful listeners can give the gift of their skills that they have. Something like the modern man swap shop. The modern man skillathon 2023. Um, Ollie Pitt, why are we here? We're here, Ollie, because it's happening. We've had an absolute plethora of skills that have been submitted. If you need tutoring, we have people that are ready and waiting to help you. We've also got healthcare professionals. We have a nutritionist on our books and a retired dentist who is ready to give advice. Copywriters, graphic designers, website designers, web hosting, Ollie Man. Wow. Are you based in Preston? Kevin needs your help. He desperately needs a replacement fence. We also have people who are requiring assistance in dog training. Is that something you can So modernman.co.uk slash skills. We'll see you on December the 10th. The Modern Man Skillathon 2023. Okay, so here we are. The big day has come. It's the Modern Man Skillathon. Mm. You are the pudsy bear of the modern man. I look a bit like him. Um... How have you got on? So, as you know, we put out a call for people to get in touch with their needs and their skills. And the response was fantastic. We had pretty much an even split, actually, of people getting in touch. Of needs and skills? Yeah, pretty much. Oh, good. Because um, I think it takes a little something to say you have a need. It's easier to say you have a skill. Isn't yeah, absolutely. It? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's harder to call out for help than it is to offer it. I exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What kind of needs did you have? There's quite a few like website designs required for people mm-hmm. and non-profits and that kind of stuff. A couple of non-profits have got in touch for specific expert advice. So they are calling on or asking for advice on how to manage their accounts or how to yeah. look at things like procurement and that kind of thing. And we have had quite a few people get in touch that do hold those necessary skills as well. Yeah, I guess it's difficult, isn't it, when it becomes something very specific that requires someone with a lot of actual skills. You're asking someone to volunteer a lot of time. It's not just... I'll do a, a one one hour call with someone. You know, if you need legal advice, for example, that's someone's job in billable hours. Yeah, yeah. And, and in my head when I was doing it, I I genuinely just thought, you know what, people are getting in touch and say, oh yeah, I can do a, I don't know, do a bit of copywriting for you or like a bit like Fiverr. You remember Fiverr? Yes, yes. A little yes. bit like that. I thought it'd be like that, but do actually... I remember Fiverr? <laughs> my voiceover career. That's what it is. <laughs> yes, I do. Yeah, but actually, people have got in touch with some really amazing skills that they've got. Some of the st- some stuff that we wouldn't. I didn't even think of like we've had somebody get in touch who's able to help people who are suffering from chronic pain who Mm. need pain relief you know that's not something I would have gone oh yeah help through what like hypnotherapy or through drugs I don't know I I actually don't know okay okay it might be acupuncture with really long needles it might be ear seeds again probably not but it is exciting isn't it to see the huge range of different disciplines that the man fans have I think the thing that I I loved most about it so far is just the willingness of people to get in touch and and, and want to help out or, or to just be part of it. Okay, so who have you managed to match up then? Uh, so Andy, who is in need of a graphic designer uh, to help uh, his wife's business run like a haggis, design a new logo. He needed a... Uh, run, run like, like a, a haggis. haggis? Run like a haggis, yeah, yeah, yeah. What's the business? Uh, mountain navigation and running skills, obviously. Okay, That's basically yes. what it is. I All do right. run like a haggis. It's just a <laughs> sack full of offers. <laughs> and uh, Anonymous has got in touch to help out with that. So they paired those two up. So, so there's going to be a new website for run like a haggis. Thanks to the man fan. Some logo design. Logo design. Yeah, I cannot he, wait he to needs, see he that He needs logo. a logo. <laughs> Clarissa has got in touch. She's a neurodivergent queer minority woman who needed some help with her career like so things like linkedin a website and that kind of stuff because she really struggles okay. to uh, get herself out there so i have teamed them up with sebi who is a website designer to help out so, so that's those about two access things. and inclusivity really it's about filling in gaps that mainstream websites don't yeah exactly yeah. okay yeah what, what how do you know that sebi's going to be able to help them with that because sebi when uh, sebi got in touch she said look i can help somebody uh, design a website host a website and write the theme tune, sing the theme tune. Speaking exactly the same thing. So, so, and the SEO as well. We know how important SEO is. Yes, yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So, I just match them up. Okay. Well, just, well, you just say, I mean, I'm, this is all impressive. But when you say match them up, you don't sound impressed. I'm just asking, what have you actually practically done? What have you done, Ollie Pitt? Well, have like, you just sent them emails 
basically. Like, you don't undermine what I've I'm done. Not, I'm just it's not be... like I sent a carrier pigeon to go and chat to them. Yeah, I sent The time has emails. come to be precise and okay, analytical right. and journalistic about this. Right. What's happened? So I got their email address. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Who else did you uh, match up? I've matched up Jem and Robin. Jem is a copywriter and brand strategist. And Robin, uh, she runs a non-profit. And actually, she was the guest on the September 2022 episode where she shared the story of her dad's medically assisted death. Oh, Robin Farr. Yeah. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. She, she was a guest on the show. And yes, yeah, she's... Well, she's, I was about to say she's like a campaigner for euthanasia, but she mm. isn't because it's legal in Canada where she's from. That's what she was talking to us about. But she basically advocates for better support for families that have been affected by that issue because the government doesn't really do everything it should for supporting people. Yes. So she's looking for someone to what, design a website for her. <laughs> no, she needs help with fundraising, oh, okay. sort of ideas around that or a plan, or to help develop uh, social media content. And that is something that Jem uh, uh, can do. Because uh, Jem's got brand strategy, creative strategy, and social media all in their arsenal of skills. How are they speaking to each other, these people? So just through email initially, and then okay. I've sort of left it to them to figure out how they kind of want to go on and sort of chat with each other. You, you've so. put the ingredients in the pot, left them to stir it and cook it. Yeah, I might have just turned the hob on a bit. This sounds like a lot of work for a one-man band, Ollie. And this is one of the things we were talking about with the risks to small charity, yeah. uh, is that it's a little exhausting. That's not particularly sustainable. No, not really. It it is a lot because you know getting the submissions, I then have to look through them and then manually pair them up. So mm-hmm. it you know it does take a fair bit of time, and that is why we are launching. I can announce right here the <laughs> Skillathon Discord. Discord. Discord, only man. Okay, I know what Discord is. I don't want to insult people who use it, but I honestly have encountered it mainly as a forum for like nerd stuff. Like, if there's a culty thing you're into, it's where you meet other fans that just want to talk about that all the time. Yeah, uh, yeah, kind of. It, it started off primarily as a gaming social platform. Right. So it was basically for nerds, well, as I'm you just, put it, to I'm go into some about... nerd stuff, right? But I'm not oh, on right. the Discord. So I'm like, I'm not in that level of fandom on most things. Yeah. But yeah. I know what it is because I've seen that that exists. Yeah, so they gathered together to chat about games. But since it launched in 2015, it sort of evolved into something more than that. So it's a sort of a hub for communities nerds to talk about their uh, their various are their, we dancing what? around the fact that man fans might there might be a venn diagram where man fans and discord users unite i would be surprised if there aren't man fans who are discord users yeah. i mean i am one and it's a i mean just to get technical for a second like how do you access our discord do you have to you don't have to go to discord.com do you can go to mod man can you discord is an app that yeah. you can download either on your phone or within your computer on your desktop computer uh-huh. and you can access our server Right. server this See, is the hub bit, community it's a bit geeky, it's a bit it's geeky, a bit geeky but that's fine than but this media. is a this is a place yeah. that you can go to uh, basically find out more about the skillathon and also post your need if you have one right. and your skill also i mean thinking that actually it's always dangerous when he says that alex <laughs> it should be more than that this should be a place where man fans can go to talk about the modern man find out more about the foxhole find out more about the zeitgeist find out more about your lovely interview. Like the Ollie. already existing website we have. Mean. Well, a bit like that, a bit like that. But oh, where come you can. Come on, Grandma. It's <laughs> interactive. <laughs> oh, I'm just still disappointed because I thought you said the mod, the uh, Skillathon dick sword. I was like, <laughs> finally, <laughs> my time has come. <laughs> but it means our listeners can sort of gather together and chat with one another. I think mm. one of the things I have noticed is that our listeners love to get to know one another. Yeah, they love they're really to chat collaborative. To each other. You're yeah, right. They are. Yeah, it's lovely. So, it's a really warm community. It's, I, I, so I want to embrace it, Ollie, right? Yes, no, no, I think it's, it, yeah. Listen, I think it's one of the things about being a show that's been on for so long yeah, and that it's frankly quite hard to discover because we're a magazine show, so mm-hmm. what category are we in? I mean, yeah. literally, what category are we in? Society and culture or something no one fucking looks at. <laughs> um, so... What's nice about that is that our audience that listen, that are still with us and have been with us for so long, we hear this a lot, we're mm. their favourite show or in their top five shows. So mm-hmm. it's, it makes sense that audience would want to talk to each other. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. The, the process of asking people to share their skills and their needs as well mm. sort of highlights how difficult it can be to do something charitable well. Mm. Um, a lot of the people that you have highlighted, they have specialist knowledge that pertains to assisted death, for example, or uh, how to navigate going through cancer. But just that knowledge alone, without knowing how to build a website or how to control the finances, those are the aspects that cause so many really well-intentioned endeavours to fall down. And people do feel worried about asking for that additional help. So starting a conversation like this, where we're inviting people to pull their skills and put their hand up and say, hey, 
but I've got a really good idea here that I cannot do it alone. Mm. I think that's a great thing. So where do people need to go if they want to join the Modern Man Discord? So you can go to Discord and you can search the Modern Man, M-O-N-N. Alternatively, go to modernman.co.uk forward slash skills and that will redirect you to the Discord channel. And can you reassure me that we're not just about to jump onto Discord at the very moment it's about to go down? Like, <laughs> this isn't joining MySpace in 2008. Well, 25 billion messages are sent on the platform every month, Ollie. So, you know, it's not it's not about to die anytime soon. And you could almost say, Ollie, that we could leave it there, except you've told me you want to do a part two. So there's more to come. On there, this. there is more to come and it's very exciting. OK. <laughs> All right. Well, more from Ollie later, but first music time. So it's tradition on this show that we have live music talented people in the room with us. It's Dirty Blonde, everybody. Hello. Welcome. Hayley and Ailish from Dirty Blonde. Now, you're going to play a couple of songs for us, as is tradition. A Christmas cover at the end. Yeah. And then first, um, well, your new single, right? Off your EP. Yeah. It's called Favourite Record. It is. Was that a cynical ploy to get people to say it was their favourite record? Is it a bit like when people record a song called Radio and they just want airplay? It should have been, but it's not really worked so far, has it? (laughs) So, yeah. um, It's about a breakup. I feel like a lot of breakup songs are written sort of just after the breakup when it's really fresh, but we wanted to write something where sometimes you can look at breakups with nostalgia. um, And what we like about the song is that with the lyrics... It depends what stage you are of the breakup, whether you feel happy or sad listening to it. Yes. And the thing about breakup songs is that actually the ones that feel sad when you first bond with them, maybe a few years later, actually trigger a happy memory. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It can be just happy or bittersweet. It just totally depends, doesn't it? Is it is it about a real person or is it is it actually just a figment it's, of your imagination? I act- sing it about a real person. Yeah, it's not really though, is it? <laughs> it, was, it wasn't written about a real person, but you you currently are singing it about someone. Yeah, I'm going through a breakup at the minute, so like I'm there like channeling it in. Okay, okay. but isn't that a great thing about music, a breakup song yeah. that it should be yeah. adaptable to all the motherfuckers that you date? Yeah, <laughs> well it is. Yeah, exactly. We've been talking about skills and needs. Haley, Ailish, do you have any? secret skills that maybe we should be made aware of well a useful skill we'd be good at dog walking mm-hmm. mm. yeah yeah we love dogs Haley's got a german shepherd called vince is that a skill of course it is is it do you know how strong a german shepherd is uh, <laughs> i've never i've never had to fight one the skill is surely like walking the dog and not having the dog walk you and we're at needs what do you need dirty blonde what do you need in your life right now I would love for someone to split some driving with us because yes. at the minute, independent band, we self-drive and it can be knackering going from a gig and just straight back and forth everywhere. Do you know what's nice though is is being in a duo. I think it's quite nice to have well, someone else who's there with you for all of the you'd stuff. You'd think that, but one of us got stuck with all the driving yesterday. <laughs> yeah, I thought, oh, I forgot my glasses. Oh, <laughs> no. Yeah, and you can't change the conversation quickly, can you, when there's a sour mood? No. You're trapped in that car with each other. I, luckily, I had a great playlist on, so it was absolutely yeah. fine. You could say you had your favourite record on. Yeah, we <laughs> listened to it for four hours. <laughs> yeah, we got to get paid somehow, right? <laughs> well, you are going to play that for us acoustically, and genuinely, it is my favourite record at the moment. I've been listening to it all week. It's very, like, big-sounding. You know, oh, it sounds like you. a big sort of rock anthem type song, right? The idea of doing it acoustically is kind of hilarious, so I'm interested to hear how this is going to be. Yeah, I was yeah. actually saying before, it's hard to sing it with my indoor voice. Yes. <laughs> yeah, you are basically Liam Gallagher on this song, on the oh, on the record version. Definitely, yeah. just missing the trench coat. Okay, here they are. It's Dirty Blonde live on the Modern Man Christmas special with favourite record. I'm drunk and you're on my mind. Then a song came on. I thought, oh God, it's been a while. Used to sing it loud and proud when we heard it first Always came in too early for the verse and then forget the words Cause I used to be a favourite record Now you never get a chance to play me What happened to your bedroom decor? Have you dusted off the vinyl lately? still dance to our favourite tunes like you used to like you used to I think that I miss you more than I thought is it you that I want or the record 
tell my friends I'm over it But perhaps that's a lie Because I'm not drunk and you're on my mind Remember how we'd sit down on the bedroom floor Flipping through the vinyl from the record store Sometimes I'll sit alone, hard to sit too tight I'll let the record play in the middle of the night And Ollie and Alex are still here. So are Dirty Blonde for some reason, which will reveal itself as we continue. And uh, I believe we have someone on the line, Ollie Peart. Who are we joined by now? We do. It's very exciting. We have Belinda Clark and Wayne Mitchell. Woo! Okay. Uh, Who am I talking to? Let's start with uh, Wayne. What do you do? And uh, I'm guessing you're here because you have a skill or a need. Hello, Ollie. Yes, I have a skill. I've never been introduced like that before, so that's good. I, I have more of that as life goes on. That's great. Um, I am an energy consultant. So, okay. as I say, I'm the person with the skill, and I am offering my skill to Belinda, who who requires it. Okay. All right. So, Wayne's an energy consultant. Belinda, what do you do? I feel like Silla Black. Now. This is like Blind Date, isn't fun. it? Yeah, I was yeah. going to say, this is like Blind Date. This is amazing. So, I run a not-for-profit membership organisation bringing together farmers and growers with researchers and technology developers. And we want to help get new innovations out into the hands of farmers to make them more productive and profitable and, crucially, sustainable. Okay. Belinda's right. got a brand new combine harvester. <laughs> and it's, it's, an e, it's an e-harvester, I presume. Is that the kind of thing you do, Belinda? I mean, if you're looking for energy consultant, is, that, is, it, like, is it all about transitioning to eco-friendly stuff? Broadly it is. So we spend a lot of time talking to our members about innovations that will not only help with food production and environmental management but also this transition for the industry to net zero. The National Farmers Union has issued a, a promise that the industry will aim for net zero by 2040. Now we are a small company, a not-for-profit um, organisation, there's six of us, we're mainly remote, sometime we go in the office maybe once a week, and it struck me that we really need to walk the talk about what our contribution is to net zero yes. for the industry. So we have a need for somebody to help a small organisation 
manage our own carbon footprint and our greenhouse gas emissions and I had no idea how to even start. Look at this, Ollie. You've got some proper grown-ups. Yeah, I know. You listen to the show, got like interesting (laughs) jobs, got things to say. This is why I wanted you to hear from Belinda and Wayne because I wanted you to start taking me a bit more seriously. There is like this, it's got that public service feel to it as well. Absolutely, yeah. It's that bit in Children in Need where they bring on the farmer and talk about the issues facing young people working in agriculture. Serious stuff, yeah. (laughs) Um, So when it comes to cutting emissions i mean obviously you two have to have a slightly more involved chat than this but when you do what's your principal recommendation when because we all know we should be cutting emissions but it's it's hard whatever industry we're in it's really hard it's really hard so i think there's two sides of it there's where we get our energy from and then there's how we use it so the first thing is you should always use less energy whether that's electricity gas fuel you should always try and use less of it that's the first step if you do have to use it, you then have to use it from a renewable source. So from, from that perspective, we're doing quite well in the UK that 50% on an average month of our energy comes from renewable sources. Who's we, though? Is that the country's getting 50% of its energy from renewable Correct. sources? Is As a it nation, really? the GB electricity system, 50% of wow. energy every month is produced from wind, solar, nuclear, hydro and carbon-free sources. Mm-hmm. And so how do you uh, ensure that that's where you're getting your energy from? Because we can all tick a box on a website, but I'm always just a bit like suspicious about what that really means. Mm. And, you know, you're right to be suspicious because I think you've got out there in the world, there are suppliers who do the right thing all of the time and there are suppliers who do the bare minimum. Um, and so you have to have your wits about you. You have to make sure that the claims that the, these suppliers are making are the right claims. So... Um, any renewable uh, energy that is supplied to you should be uh, certified. Every single unit that gets generated has a, a certificate that comes with it, and you should make sure that your supplier is following the right process. And Belinda, for your um, members and the people that you work with, I can understand why this kind of thing's quite far down the list because it's a lot of pressure on agriculture, isn't there? It is, and the growers and farmers are increasingly being challenged by their customers who are being challenged by their customers and everybody is asking each other about their carbon footprint, their greenhouse gas emissions, what are they doing about the environment. And for for us that's mainly office space, we rent some office space in a building in the centre of Cambridge, so not all of it is in your direct gift to be able to influence and yet increasingly we will be challenged on what we're doing and Trying to navigate that just made my head explode, which is why we really need Wayne to help help us navigate through it. And Belinda, when Wayne jumps in to, to help out, because I, I know, I happen to know, that you've got a meeting tomorrow where you're both going to sit down and chat about the detail. How much time do you think you're going to save with Wayne's help and Wayne's involvement? So I think on a practical basis, at least a day of time across the team and we're a small team there's only six of us somebody is going to have to sit down and try and navigate through this which is difficult we literally didn't know where to start but it's almost now we've now we know Wayne it's brought this issue front and center of our thinking because as you said it's easy to think we should do something about this but I've had this sort of increasing sense of guilt that it's something we need to do, but I just haven't known where to start. And Wayne has now already, just in a couple of emails, opened some doors to the kinds of things we should be looking at. So that in itself has been invaluable, but it's going to be at least a day of time and possibly more, depending how the conversation goes. I'm so impressed with how many Modern Man listeners are involved in non-profits and charities yeah. and, and great causes. And, and for us, this really has been a genuine, valuable thing. So thank you, Ollie, for setting up a skillathon, and let's do more of it. Uh, thank you for taking part in the skillathon, Belinda and Wayne, everybody. I couldn't help noticing there, Ollie, when Belinda was talking, you were scribbling down some numbers. I was, what's, with pen and everything. That, what's that about? Well, uh, if you notice, Belinda said mm. that uh, Wayne, when he gets you know fully involved with, with the work, will save her at least a day, if not more, were yes. her words, uh-huh, she said. Uh-huh. But we need to kind of, we need to be able to measure how well uh, the skillathon has done, mm-hmm. right? And one way to do that, a, a, a telethon staple, if you like, is the totalizer. Yes, it is. Yes. Right. I was now, wondering when Dawn French was going to come on and press a button. So in order to have a totalizer, yeah. you need a unit of measurement. So I have decided to come up with a unit of measurement called man hours. Oh, it's good. See what I did there. Uh-huh. But they are just, just hours, right? You're just rebranding hours. They are man a, hours. <laughs> unit, hour hours. Unit of time. So 
a man hour is equal to, if not the same as a normal hour. Okay, but <laughs> it is a man hour, so it's very, very different. Now, to calculate a man hour, what I've had to do is work out how many hours a given task would take for a professional, and then work out how many hours. Don't laugh I'm suddenly me. in an episode of Look Around You. <laughs> and work out how many hours That's complete that, nonsense. <laughs> that same task, that same task would take an amateur. Yeah. Okay. Well, and then that I, difference. I follow. Yeah, Alex follows. Yeah. Now that difference is the number of man hours saved. <laughs> Okay. Okay, so you count. I, okay. Man hours is the amount of time you're not pissing up the wall trying to do it on your own. Right. Yes. Across, in aggregate, all of the people that you're working with. Well, I've gone through the pairs that I've matched up already. Yeah. So this is what we've saved already. So this Bolly is, man. I can't sport relief. This is what we've earned tonight. This is what we've earned right. tonight. Yeah. Dirty Blonde have written a totalizer theme for us rather than me just tell you the number. Yeah. So here we go. Are you ready? Yes. <gasps> the total number of man hours saved in the Modern Man Skillathon 2023 is. <laughs> Five hundred and twenty-eight hour man hours. Wow. Okay. Impressively lengthy. Um, Thanks, but in the style of a real TV telethon, mm. we need to now project forwards, right? Yeah. So if you take all of the skills that we've had submitted so far, yes, and the needs. And we fulfil those, Ollie Man. The total number of potential man hours to be saved in the Modern Man Skillathon 2023 PMH is four thousand six hundred hours. Brilliant. Okay, well, that's kind of good. But although, of course, the amount of potential hours is kind of infinite, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. It's just people that have emailed in saying they need something. Yeah. So how do we make that happen again? Remind people. Well, we go to modernman.co.uk forward slash skills. You get yourself over to the Discord server, our Modern Man Discord server, and you will see the Skillathon channel on there. And that's where you can submit your skill or need. And it means that you can go on there and do that, sift through it. And I don't have to be involved at all. And remember... We're trying to reduce our overheads and our time spent yes. on all of this because it's all with the view of fixing charity. So you can go on there and it will run itself. I don't even have to look at it. Which is good because we are effectively not-for-profit podcasts no. <laughs> yeah. as well. Yeah, when's that going to change? <laughs> we are basically a charity. <laughs> so I, it's, it's nice that some of our listeners are too. Now, Ollie, would you like to hear your challenge for 2024? Yes. It comes from James in Morton and Marsh who says, Dry January is upon us. Boom! <laughs> Not in here, it isn't. Can Ollie test out the best alcohol-free beverages and maybe try to make one of his own? Already made one. Carity. We keep being told, don't we, that Gen Z don't drink, right? And I want to know genuinely if 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 listeners out there are thinking of trying Dry January this year, mm-hmm. like what is actually the best non-alcoholic drink? Because it's come a long way from Beck's Blue, hasn't it? Oh yeah, I mean just a, a, a you know cursory glance in the supermarket. It's about yeah. five hundred different non-alcoholic beers. But mm. this would mean any non-alcoholic drink then, like just well, just coffee, done. But there's Do a few on this? the horizon that I've seen alcohol-free beverages that, in addition to just not having any booze in them, aim to bring something else, like yes. a social benefit somehow. Like they they make you feel like you're more in the party mood, or they relax you, or you know they're supposed to unwind you somehow. Oh so. yeah, like the natural high stuff as well. Yeah, there's, those... there's uh, yeah. like I mean, sodas I don't know with adaptogens in and stuff. Right. All of that. What I want to know basically ahead of time mm. is what is kombucha. For 2024. Mm. Right. You know what I mean, what are the hipsters going to be drinking that doesn't have booze in it? Yeah, what's going to be minging in their kitchen? <laughs> like strictly, gr- growing in a stri- kilner jar. Strictly, if you really are being totally alcohol free, you can't drink some kombucha. Oh, because it's fermented. Because it's yes. fermented. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, if you're religious, yeah. you can't touch kombucha if you're, if you're very strict about it. So we've booked a room, Ollie. You and I are going to taste a variety of different liquids. <gasps> so that's Ooh. all to come in January. Did Alex book the room? <laughs> Thankfully, no. Not a dungeon. We don't know much more about the liquids we are going to be tasting as the show progresses today. Spunk. Um, because uh, Alex's very grotty foxhole quizmas is still to come. A.K.A. the man's summer's party. After this. Before we plunge headfirst into the foxhole, our thanks to our sponsors for the foxhole this month. The Handy, a great way to treat yourself this Christmas if you have a penis. 
Yes, it really is. Now, the, the handy is high-end, but it is essentially an automated masturbation machine for penises that turns your sexual fantasies into sophisticated realities. It's really stunningly designed, truly impressively constructed. Over 100,000 handies have already been sold. So wow! This, yeah, it's impressive, That's like right? Big Mac levels of success. <laughs> and it's meatier than that. Too. Goodness me. Uh, th- I do think this is one product that you genuinely can believe the hype about. And I'm so aware that I am employed to talk about the handy and say how great they are. But there are loads of other people bigging it up, too. I find it's a great product to big it up to. <laughs> well, I went and sought out some reviews, and here are some of my favourites. Uh-huh. Uh, let me just say, after this thing was done with me the first time, I regained consciousness on the floor of my bedroom, <laughs> went and found a Discord group to chat Oh, in. there we are. Yeah, You're so in the there trend, you go. Yeah. I, sorry, I didn't realise the reviews were public. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, this person says, I went to go and chat about it and discuss that I had been delightfully violated, and then I went back and did it again. <laughs> Another person says... If you're into agonisingly slow and long milking sessions, it's got you covered. Yes, this Um, is the thing about the handy, isn't it? You can really customise in terms of uh, stroke speed, length, area. There's a wide variety of sleeves available. Yeah, it's all about being able to mix up the experience, but also totally customise it to you. And it's got the capacity, really, to, to move faster than any human being could on their own. Up to 600 strokes a minute. It plugs into the wall. It's the Black & Decker of sex toys. The Handy isn't just a machine that touches your parts, though. It also allows you to take part in whole immersive experiences. You can sync it up so it moves along with any erotic videos that you're watching or audio that you're listening to, VR immersive experiences, even games that you're playing. You've now got me think, what game would I want to be playing whilst I'm using the Handy? Or or what film? Scotting Hill. It's got got to be Tetris for me. Uh, (laughs) We've got a special offer for you. If you head to thehandy.com, we have a discount code. Yes, if you use the code FOXHOLE10, then you get 10% off your entire purchase. That is FOXHOLE10 at thehandy.com. And thank you very much to them. And Alex, now you have the floor. It is time for the annual FOXHOLE Christmas quiz. Gentlemen. Are you ready? Will you ever be ready? Is it possible to be ready? It's extraordinary, isn't it, that after so many years of doing this, still not ready. Like, it gets to every Christmas, and I'm like, oh yeah, this again. I start feeling a little nauseous. Round one is a game I have invented and called Feet and Sour. Mm. Uh, I have procured a bag of Mr. Sims Black Death Boiled Balls. Procured? Already I'm uncomfortable. Ollie, have you heard of these these sweets? Have you seen them on TikTok? Uh, No. Well, they are... The sourest sweet available. Oh, okay. So it's in a sort of cinnamon challenge type thing. It's not something you put up your bottom. So I have got a marble run here. I'm going to roll one of Mr. Sims' black death balls into your oral cavity. Uh, I'm then going to ask you a question. You must continue to suck the ball whilst you answer. <laughs> what has this got to do with, like, what are we learning? <laughs> I, this is purely, this is torture. No, no. <laughs> All the questions are to do with feet and foot fetishes. I don't think he should go first because he won last year. I'm saying this partly because I'd like to get my go out of the way. Can I go first, please? Are you feeling generous? Yeah, yeah, Ollie sure. Be. He can suck the balls. Okay. <laughs> All right, Ollie man, I'm going to roll one Two, three balls into your mouth yeah. and ask you a question after each ball. You okay. must keep sucking, yeah. okay? okay? If you spit them out, it's game over. At the end, you will have the chance to win a bonus point by completing a dirty tongue twister okay. all, with all with the balls inside your mouth at all times. Okay, are Understood. you ready? Yes. Here's my marble run. Ollie, yeah. put that to your lips. I'm going to put it to the side of my cheek just in case it goes straight down the windpipe. Okay. Okay. <laughs> ready? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, suck. Well, that's suck sour. Fuck me. <laughs> oh, my God. First question. Oh, that's in... revolting. It's killing my tongue. <laughs> First question. Oh, my God. It's stripping away my tongue. <laughs> in 8th century... I'm not going to be able to taste anything this evening. <laughs> in 8th century Hindu texts, the god Shiva was said to be aroused by the sight oh. of which goddess's feet? Pavati or Ganga? Ganga. Wrong! It was Pavati, oh. I'm afraid. Okay, second ball in your mm. face. More balls, more balls, <laughs> more balls. <laughs> Question two. True or false? Actor Tom Hanks confessed to having a foot fetish whilst hooked up mm. to a polygraph machine during a Time magazine interview. I, d- I know you're saying words. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the first option. Oh, God. 
The first option. True, True. or false? Yeah. True. Oh, True. I'm afraid it's false. It was oh. actually Idris Elba uh-huh. confessed to having a foot fetish oh my God. whilst uh, during a, a Vanity Fair interview. I'm going to have to have a drink of water, I'm afraid. Is that allowed in the rules? If it's, it's happened. Different, if it's the difference between drink and death, I'll let him, <laughs> I'll let him have a sip. Okay, you ready for the third bollock? Totally ready. Okay. <laughs> it's when it hits your tongue, it's just unbelievable. Question three. Thank Japanese you. sex toy retailer Kanojo sell a variety of perfumes designed to appeal to foot and shoe fetishists, mm. including a smell spray. I think I might pass out. <laughs> intended to replicate the aroma of a hard-working, sweaty sales clerk's black tights mm. and a fragrance based on the odour of well-worn <laughs> indoor plimsolls. Yep. But which of the following... Oh, God, it's such a long question. Just get to the question. <laughs> I did this on purpose. Uh, which of the following Ooh. is not part of their kinky cologne collection? One, an in-car air freshener intended to smell like a horny girl is riding in the passenger seat next to you. Fine, that one. Yep. <laughs> Two... Just, just let it stop. Perfume that replicates the butt-cleft sweat of a nervous female dental hygienist. Or three... A spritz Ooh. tinged with the funk of a young office lady's morning hangover breath. <laughs> Which one doesn't The first exist? one, the first one, the first one. Oh, I'm afraid you're wrong. Oh. It's the second can, one. Sorry, can you just read them out again? <laughs> <laughs> okay. But before you spit them out, Ollie, you yep. have you have a chance to redeem yourself by reading out that first tongue twister. Oh, yes, I've got that tongue twister. Oh. Okay. <clears throat> I'm not the fig plucker, nor the fig plucker's son, but I'll pluck figs till the fig plucker comes and slits up the sheet. Yes, the bed sheet he slits. And on the slippy slitted sheet, sloppily he sits. Hooray! You can what? hire Ollie Man. Like, <laughs> to man, okay. Uh, can I be uh, withdrawn from this on medical grounds? <laughs> Have you ever tried one of these, Ollie? No. Good, I'm going to look forward to just watching the Hang first on, one he, hit your mouth. He basically rimmed that bit. I'm going to do this mm. side. Okay. Side of the mouth, don't want to choke. Yep, there you go, Is learn from the best. Marble run in place, <laughs> Ollie P. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, See? Oh my god! I wasn't really overselling it, was I? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what is it? Question one. <laughs> what? What is it? <laughs> no, you are not allowed to spit. <laughs> no, not with one. <laughs> you can spit after three. <laughs> you will. You will suck on that now. <laughs> Question one, Ollie P. What is an alternative word? <laughs> What is an alternative word? What for shoe fetishism? Podetophism or retophism? What? No, two. Yes! Retophism! Named after the French novelist Nicolas Restif, who wrote a very fetishistic novel about people's feet. Okay, I'm hitting you. It's just when the sour goes away that she puts another one in. Okay, ready? There we go. Oh, it amplifies, right? Oh, my poo. Who <laughs> <laughs> covering my gate, please? True or false, Ollie P? Horrible. The worst thing I've ever done. Not nice. I'm not spitting them out. Who the fuck has done them? True or false, Ollie P? <laughs> A study conducted by by Ohio State University oh. suggested that there was an increased interest in feet as sexual objects oh. during the great gonorrhea <laughs> epidemic of the 12th century in Europe and again during syphilis epidemics of the 16th and 19th centuries. <laughs> uh, yeah, yes! You're very oh. good at this, correct? How is he doing this? The suggestion is that people find feet potentially sexier when being interested in genitals and penetration poses a greater risk. Speaking of risk, here comes ball number three. Just a loser after I suck another ball. <laughs> it's in. It's <laughs> 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 oh okay, not right. It is not my arm of God. Ollie P. Well, I'm not going <laughs> If you search if you search for weird foot fetish videos on Pornhub, which of the following titles does not appear? One ri- <laughs> Riding my stuffed unicorn and peeing all over my feet with lots of arsehole winks. Number two, Mistress Darkshine gives a sock job with purple I love Italy socks. Or number three, hobble hobble gobble, I suck Barnsley Grandad's skanky and growing toenails. Oh, I know which one I think. Mm. 
I think three is a real one. I'm going two. Oh, really? Oh, no. and you're wrong. Good. Three had the ring of fox. I'm it right was, yeah. it, was the, it was the precise ring yes. of fox. But... Oh, I you. I just want to say... Right, well, yeah. You have an option to claw back a point by reading oh. the last oh, tongue was... twister on the page. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's unbelievable, isn't it? It's like paint stripper. No. Mrs. Puggy Wuggy has a square cut punt. Not a cunt cut square, <laughs> just a square cut. He said punch. cunt. He said, he said cunt, cunt cut. He doesn't get it. What? Let me do it again. No. This is Puggy Wuggy. You don't get to do it again. Shh. One take you, get to, you get two takes when you get back. Mrs. Puggy Wuggy has a square cut punt. Not a punt cut square, just a square cut punt. It's round in the stern and blunt in the front. Mrs. Puggy Wuggy has a square cut cunt. Oh, <laughs> damn it. <laughs> Sound of Radio Solon and Ollie Peart there. <laughs> <laughs> you can spit them now. Go for it. You can hire Ollie Peart. <laughs> and as we head into a much-needed break, it's two points to Ollie P. Yes. But only one to Mr. Man. Yes. Still to come on the Modern Man Christmas Spectacular, then, we welcome back Dirty Blonde to sing us out with a Christmas cover. They're pushing the boundaries this year of what counts as a Christmas cover, but it's festive enough and it's very beautiful. But first, the second half, Alex Fox, of your annual XXXmas Christmas quiz. I'm saying this with the taste of sourness still in my mouth. <laughs> it's not a taste. It's a pain. It's a general experience. Yeah. Yeah. Luckily, I have a, a whole new assault <laughs> for for your for you orally. So you've wheeled in some... Um, I mean, it looks like unthreatening apparatus from the outside. It's a blue plastic washing up bowl, but it's filled with what looks absolutely repellent. I would describe that as discharge. <laughs> You will be joyous to know that our second game is called Jelly Deal or No Jelly Deal. I've never had a Jelly Deal. Has it really got Jelly Deals in it? Yeah, no, it it's can... a pun on Jelly Deal or No Jelly Deal. I see, sorry, yeah. Because, because what is before you... Yeah, it does it look is g- a, gelatinous. It's yeah. a giant vat of jelly, right. all entirely uh, fine for human consumption. <laughs> <laughs> it's interesting that, that she needs I, to spell that out. Yeah, because <laughs> looking at it, it's not the kind of thing I'd go, mm, mm-hmm. yes. Uh, yeah, sure. It's yeah. Hartley's yeah. finest. So inside the jelly, six plastic eggs are embedded, each one containing details of a sex toy or Ooh, product. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Did you do a sour burp? No, I was a sour burp yeah. repeating on me. I'm I felt sorry. it from here. Yeah. <laughs> it, it had a different resonant quality. So I you can only apologise for that. <laughs> that was horrible. So each sex toy or product contained within the egg yeah. varies in price. Some are an absolute bargain. Others have obscene price tags as well as obscene functions. This has ruined Kinder Eggs for me. <laughs> One at a time, mm. uh, you are going to take turns to face plant into the vat of jelly, retrieve an egg using oh, no, only I'm your mouth. I'm wearing specs. You can I, take I, them off. I, I, I can't see if I take them off. It puts Ollie Pitt at oh, an advantage. Yeah. Actually, do you know what? I can see through fucking jelly. Ollie, get, <laughs> get your head in there. You're going to take it in turns. To retrieve an egg with your with your mouth, mm-hmm. uh, then tell me how much this sex toy inside is worth. What, you... just by feeling it with <clears throat> our tongue? No, no, you open it up. Oh, with right. your hands. oh of course. Don't make it harder, Ollie. <laughs> <laughs> you then have to guess whether the next sex toy retrieved by your opposite Ollie yeah. will be a cheaper jelly deal or a more expensive jelly deal. It's essentially like higher or lower, but with more gross gelatin. Uh-huh. Uh huh. If you guess correctly, you'll gain a point. And in a twist that harks back to games that we've played previously in vintage Hot Rocks Old Christmas specials, one egg also contains a bonus flavoured condom, which I brought over specially from a recent trip to Japan. Wow. And if you can identify the flavour by chewing on it, you get an extra point. Okay. Who's going to plunge first? Well, it should be your game because I won the last round. So I just put my face right in it. The aim of the game is to retrieve one of those eggs with your mouth, then Mm. open it up and... uh, read out the sex toy inside. Right, so, so, so yes, I put my face right in it. Okay, yeah. thank you. Thanks for clarifying, Alex. Yeah. Okay, here goes. Oh, my God. <laughs> I didn't taste any jelly then. I went straight in. I wrapped my lips around and yeah. sucked. Oh, yeah. Okay, Done so before. inside it says the Hunger XL Size Heavy Balls Cock Ring. And it's got a picture. Uh, it's a picture of a man with his fist clenched uh, and uh, appended to the fist is a sex toy in the shape of, like, giant testes. Those testes weigh 620 grams. 
They are perfect for upgrading your fisting adventures, say manufacturer uberkinky.com, and they're literally on hand to add clanging gonads to your forearm or attach to your favourite dildo for fleshy ball-slapping action. Wait, that's real? It's real, it's a real real sex toy. It's it's a gigantic pair of balls that are designed to go either on your arm or on a dildo. Vets should use those. What for what? Just, just be nice, it, nicer it, for cows. Make it feel more natural when they're yeah. going in with the old James Harry. Yeah. Thirty nine ninety nine. It says. Ollie Pitt. Yeah. Do you think that the sex toy that you are about to pull out with your mouth from this gelatinous horror globule is going to be uh, a better jelly deal worth more or a worse jelly deal worth less? I think it's going to be worth more. Alex, I, I, think agree with you. I think 39 That's a good value sex toy, that, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, it's quite yeah. reasonable. Yeah, yeah, I think so, yeah. All right. Suck the eggs! <laughs> <laughs> I've got a beard. This is worse. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Oh, it is worse with a beard. Oh, I've got my nose in it. You've got your nose in it. You have. Oh, <laughs> oh the jelly's all right. The jelly is a soothing balm on the sour sweets. I have got the Bethany Vernon petting ring. Retails at one thousand and ninety-two wow. pounds and forty-two. So you were right. Congratulations, a point for Ollie P. Yes. This Bethany Vernon petting ring is made of precious metal. It's designed to be worn whilst having a wank. If you're somebody with a willy, uh, and it holds the index finger and thumb in the uh, chi mundra position in of yoga, uh, which is a gesture uh, used in uh, meditation to symbolise the unity of fire and air and concentration, creativity, and knowledge. Goodness, there's a lot that. going on in that wank, isn't All there? All that while you're whacking one <laughs> okay. out. Okay. <laughs> Ollie Man. Yes. Do you think your sex toy will be higher or lower? Lower. More... That's obviously a rip-off. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Here goes. I'm going straight in. I'm not frightened. I'm going to go for this blue one. Oh, it's deep in the gunk. <laughs> get it, Ollie. Don't get your glasses dirty. Mm. Oh. oh. I have. Here we go. Is it higher or lower? It's lower. It is the Gangbuster Dodger Army Rangers Boot Dildo, available to buy for £192.64, which I think is good value for that. Yes. That's a good piece of sculptural art, isn't it? After you've used it for whatever you intend. Yep, a whopping 32 centimetres long with a bell end on top. Uh, the same company also make the Dwarfy Gnome, the Anal Conda range of ass snakes, which are, I'm a big fan. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yes, the yeah. ass snakes. Like that, wouldn't you? Yeah, bum sex and puns. Yeah, and a very girthy, girthy insertable that's essentially like a whole bouquet of dicks. Right, well, we're all learning. Um, they're a French company who specialise in uh, the largest toys on the market. They offer size queens and kings. Yes. If you want to be stretched... Um, anally as well as in your pocket, then Gang Bankster are your guys. But in this case, they were actually cheaper. They were. Ollie P, this is your final plunge into the gunge. Do you think the sex toy inside the egg that you snatch with your mouth is going to be worth more or less than 192 quid? I think more. More. <laughs> going in! Ugh. <laughs> <sighs> Oh, he's going... You, I can tell you're going to get right in, aren't you? Well, yeah, because I need to no, make... No, it's the right thing to do. Yes, it is. It's Christmas. I need to get up on... <laughs> it's Christmas. <laughs> this is truly... <laughs> oh, I'm licking it. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, careful, careful. Don't joke, please. Uh, 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 <laughs> I will be legally responsible. <laughs> I, did, I hurt my neck a little. Oh, bless you. Oh. It's a Love Honey Basics anal douche, which right. is what I feel like yeah. right now. <laughs> the Love Honey Basics anal douche, twelve ninety nine. Uh, yeah, I'm afraid that it wasn't worth that more. That is a so. basic. That is a well priced. That's a savers toy, isn't it? It ain't that basic though. It has apparently a glow in the dark tip to show you your way, even in low light, in case it's so pitch black when you're trying I to douche always... that you can't find your own bubble. Don't you have that issue, Ollie, when you're trying to anal douche? You nah. need to light the way. I like shooting in the dark. <laughs> you never know where it's going to end up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ollie P, if you look closer inside the egg that you retrieve there, then you Ooh. will. You got the bonus Johnny. So oh, if you can well, chew on that and tell me what flavour oh, you think it is, you might win an extra point. Here we go. <laughs> it's been too long since I last saw you munch on a condom. I'm pleased that the time has come again. It's how I know it's Christmas. I'm so delighted this has been described as a bonus. Oh, yum, yum, yum. That is disgusting. <laughs> um, oh. well, what Go am on, I give doing? Give it a good chew. Uh, what flavour? It's from Japan, in case that gives you the a little... Times like this, I wonder what went wrong in my life. Um, Do you think... I, I got something slightly fruity. Fruity. You're on the right, you're on okay. the right okay, path. Okay, so I'm going to go melon. Yes! No! I got it. You are correct. 
Yes! The melon flavoured condom! Yes! I thought it was the most boring fruit I could think of. <laughs> Scores on the doors, then, oh, boys. One, one. The doors. Come on, we know. Let's not prolong my agony anymore. Holly Man, a very respectable two points. Oh, yeah. Boo. Ollie P. Yeah, go on. A really outstanding four. That's pretty good. Yes! And yet, gents, do you want to gamble? Yes, I've got nothing to lose. All right, final quick fire round. Yeah. Take Two these rubber scre- chickens. Take these screaming yeah. rubber chickens. This final round is called Kentucky Fried Dickin. Oh, yeah. I asked my audience for the worst dirty jokes and pickup lines that, uh, that they'd ever heard. Mm-hmm. What I want you to do is behead your chickens. Oh. Insert their heads into your mouth. Oh, oh. Yeah. always in the mouth. As though they're like rudimentary ball gags. So that if you laugh through them, it will make a sound like this. <laughs> oh, don't do it. We can be all day. Okay. So compose uh-huh. yourselves. Okay. Just and calm I- down. Okay. say to the woman who'd just paid a hand job paid for a hand job keep the tip <laughs> that was it uh, I've got a list of 15 of these the <laughs> we did it at the same time to be fair that was a draw okay okay, <sighs> okay. alright reset mm-hmm. I'm letting you off for that one okay complete silence right, we're not laughing. Zen mm. hey baby are you a chicken cemetery because I've got a cock I want to bury in you. <laughs> that was you, Pete. I did not laugh at that. No. I, no. Oh. All of which means the winner of this year's Foxhole Man Summers Party is... Ollie Mann! You gambled, Pitt. Yeah. You did it. You gambled. Yeah, I didn't want to, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was still... You did feel pressured. I yeah, saw it. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> that is far it. from a poultry effort. Uh, that is it. That is the end of the show. There is just time, though, to appoint a Christmas Manbassador. And that is Manu Cashew, who says, I am a long-term fan of this show, as well as all your other podcasts. I might even say that you, Ollie Man, introduced me to podcasts in general. You have been there with me through countless train, plane, and car rides. Is he still there, do we think, after this? <laughs> uh, big thank you for all that you do. I have noticed there are no ambassadors in India. Oh, that oh. is an omission, isn't it? Oh. For what is, by the way, according to Spotify, in fact, our third biggest country for new listeners. That's a fact oh, you can yeah. take with you in the final minutes of the show. So I would like to request to be appointed for my hometown, Sonipat, in the beautiful state of Haryana, in the north of India. Oh, yes. Well, hello, we... hello, everyone in India. Yeah, indeed, yes. You, you are our first Indian ambassador, Manu. Congratulations. Uh, the producer of this... This. <laughs> ...was Matt Hill. Our theme music is by Django Django. And here to play us into Christmas with a song that needs no introduction, it's Dirty Blow! Heard there was a secret chord that David played and it pleased the Lord But you don't really care for music, do you? And it goes like this, the fourth, the fifth The minor fall and the major lift The baffled king 
composing hallelujah 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 your faith is strong but you need it Bathing on the roof of beauty and the moonlight overthrew you. She tied you to a kitchen chair. She broke your throne and she cut your hair. And from your lips she drew the hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hi, my name is Kay Adams, and to be honest, I'm not so good with the ageing process, so I enlisted my old chum, the filter-free Cara McKenzie, to advise. Could you imagine being a porn star? The room would need to be really hot for me to strip <laughs> off. To be honest, she's not much help, but she is rather amusing. And along with some great guests, Joe Brand, Andy Oliver, Anton Dubeck, Ruth Langsford, and Craig Revel Horwood, darling, we are learning how to be 60. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.